right, and we're back with another episode, and joining me today is Greg Ryder. How's it going, man? Pretty good. How's it going over there? Not too bad. It's, uh, life's good, man. Restrictions have lifted, so it's good. Things are getting back to normal, so. Um, all right, so. Absolutely. so where, where are you? Uh, Edmonton. West of Edmonton here. You're Edmonton, okay. So yes. Yeah. Close. Yeah, because where you're in St. Albert now, right? Yeah, St. Albert right now. Yeah. Okay, nice. And uh, all right, so for starters, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and where you come from. Yeah, so uh, I I started in Ontario. Uh, that's where I was born, and uh, yeah, I stayed there till about maybe 22 years old, and then started my uh, my traveling, and uh, kind of always one of those guys that just love to kind of just you know move to different places and. Uh, um, I went to college for TSN sports broadcasting, thought I was going to be a sports broadcaster that didn't really work out. And, uh, around the age of 21, 22 is when I, I started to really kind of, uh, realize that my life wasn't kind of going where I wanted it to go. I felt like I was kind of just not in control of my life. I got into a, a car accident when I was 21. It was a, it was a wake up call for me. And, um, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't injured. I walked away unharmed, but I think the whole idea of it was just kind of a, um, you know, that crash could have been way worse. It could have been, you know, if you were going faster, um, you know, if someone hits you from behind, it was, it was like a six car pile up on the 403 and it was just every, everybody just hit the back of each other. So it was a massive, just one guy stopped, one person got cut off on the highway and then literally a domino effect and everyone just kept running into the back of this car. So I was the last in. So I was the sixth car to hit and luckily like no one hit me from behind or anything like that. But I remember just standing on the side of the road being like, you know, you know, where's my life at right now? And I took this big, big kind of deep breath and I'm like, man, like, you know, I'm drinking every weekend. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm partying way too much. You know, I'm, I'm not really enjoying what I'm doing. I'm kind of just not in control. And honestly, it was like a light switch, which switched off in my head. And I was like, what do I really want to do? And I'm like, man, I want to be an entertainer. I want to be an entertainer. I want to be, I want to, I want to speak. I want to tell stories. I want to be on stage somewhere. And um, I really start to explore that. And, I, and I, I had no idea. I had no mentorship. I had no guidance in that, any of that world. But I just kind of just said to myself, you know, I, I just don't want to just have a normal life. I don't want to just, you know, work a TSN sports broadcasting job when I don't really love it that much. And that's when I started picking up guitar and started moving around. Um, I took off to uh, took off to Montreal for a couple of years. I came back to my hometown, started playing some shows around Toronto. Then I left the Cayman Islands uh, to bartend, and then ended up in Nashville when I was about 26 years old. And uh, just been kind of just riding the waves of life, and you know, gaining life experience and. Um, you know, these last 10 years have just gave me so much experience in, in different countries and different stories that it gives me a lot to pull from um, when I'm songwriting. Nice. And uh, what would you say? How was Nashville for you? What was your favorite thing about Nashville? Yeah. So to me, like Nashville is always going to be uh, it, it's where I it's where I believe that I started music in a, in a way. It's where I decided that I had to go full. I had to be a lot better. Like when. When I got down there, I was not, I was not seasoned. I was very, very green. Uh, I didn't play. I played a couple shows, a couple acoustic shows. I never played with the band. It was more just acoustic stuff. 
And my first band band show was literally live um, uh, FGL house on the rooftop of Nashville. Um, and we put together a band and it was amazing. And when I play with a band, like a full show, I was like, man, there's no feeling like this. And um, I really just, I made a, I made a goal to myself, man. It's just like, if I'm going to do this, if I'm going to really want to become a musician, like I need to go hard. I need to go hard. I need to book as many shows as I possibly can get as much experience. Um, just really give this a really good crack at it. And uh, you know, about six months after living in Nashville, I was full-time downtown Broadway. I was six nights a week. I was playing acoustic gigs in the afternoon, band shows at night. I was touring. I was traveling to Chicago, Wisconsin, North Carolina for weekend shows. And I just hit the ground running. And uh, it, it really made me become such a better performer. Uh, it made me learn how to adapt to any crowd. And um, it just motivated you to be better. You just, if you wanted to make a, a career out of this, then I just had to be better. And uh, I, I just learned how to kind of just go with it. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, now that restrictions are kind of lifted, uh, what's the thing you're looking forward to most? I probably know the answer, but. Yeah, to be honest, man, it's just like, you know, after after kind of going through the whole Nashville thing and like doing, I realized that it's like, you know, Broadway is always going to be there. You can always go back to the shows and stuff like that. Like, you know, back up in here in Canada now, um, you know, I'm, I'm really trying to focus on my brand and just like, I don't, I felt like, I learned so much about Nashville that I was trying, I was almost trying to be someone that I'm not. I was trying to be like a middle of the road country artist that writes about girls. And, and, and I realized that I'm so much more, I, I have so much more stuff that I want to say. I, I have, I, I, I want depth to my music and I want to be able to inspire people. And uh, I'm very passionate about helping youth. And um, I just, uh, the golf thing just turned on. That's why the sound just, <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> play golden tea right now. Yeah. But I've, I've realized I'm very passionate about uh, youth. And uh, one sec. Can I please unplug that? Oh, my. One sec. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't have came on in a worse time, eh? <laughs> it's all good. Oh, my God. So, <laughs> anyway. So what I was what I was saying was yeah I'm I'm looking forward to getting back to just like you know you know playing very obviously playing shows yes playing band shows and this kind of stuff but just being able to be in front of people like I I if it's acoustic if it's anything I love talking to new people meeting new people I love to tell my stories I love to you know talk about kind of what I've done with my life and hopefully like someone out there in the audience is just like hey man like I want to I want to be this or I want to be a singer songwriter it's like hey you know, if Greg, that came from no experience, no guidance, no mentorship, can become a singer, like, what's possible for me? Right. And so so you wanted to give your story. I know this is how I discovered you. You wrote that song, 16 Sticks, mm -hmm. the whole Humboldt uh, stuff that happened. And then you came back from Nashville and did a whole thing um, where you went to Humboldt. What? Yeah. How did that impact you when you went and visit where those players played? Yeah, man. Like that's 16 sticks was just a song that, you know, it, it really just, it gave me a whole new belief in, in my brand and, and, and re realizing that, you know, you can, 
there's still the, the time to write all those songs that have this deep, impactful, meaningful. Everyone's trying to write the, you know, the summer, the summer song or the summer girl song. And I said, you know what? I don't, I don't know what this is going to do to my brand. You know, it, it, I don't know if it's going to, if it's going to take off or it's going to, but you know what? I just, I just wrote it. I wrote it down in Nashville. I kept it on my phone for two and a half years. And then I finally released it after getting the blessing from Tyler Smith, um, one of the survivors. And I just said, Hey man, I wrote this song. Like with this, do you, do you think if I put this song out, would this help people? And, and then he, he listened to it and he said, man, like you need to put this out. Like I just cried. I just showed my mom like, and I'm like, okay, like I got one blessing. And now that song just literally took off. And, and I, I got to meet, I got to meet a whole bunch of families and, you know, it was incredible. Like just like just being here in St. Albert was where this all started. Um, the reason I'm here is because 66 and the owner of the pub that I'm sitting in right now, he was the one that found me on Instagram and he found my song 66 and said, Hey, you should come to St. Albert. We, we have four families here that lost kids in that crash. Wow. We'd love to do it. We'd love to do a fundraiser here for them. And, um, I said, let me know I'm there. You tell me you, you, you just, you put, you hook it up and I'm there. And he paid for my flight tickets and he put me up for a week in a hotel. And I just went around St. Albert meeting families and playing shows. And, um, I just meeting the community here. And I was just like, there's a, there's an amazing community here. The people that I've met are so amazing, you know, being in Ontario right now, like it was very slow on the return. Like the open was very slow. So I said, you know what? Like I've got nothing else planned for the summer here. So like I decided just to kind of come back out here, see if I can book some shows in Western Canada and, you know, just try to enjoy the summer and, and with no restrictions. Right. So after, that's what the, the reason that kind of brought me out here, but yeah, 16 sticks was kind of the catalyst to, to start everything for me and it put me on this whole new road of discovery and um writing music that can actually heal and it can inspire and it can really help people and um you know that's what i'm all about yeah absolutely and because you're you're a big hockey guy yourself and you even wrote a song uh hockey dads right yeah yeah hockey. yeah so yeah. That, that's good and so for someone who hasn't heard your music before um how would you describe your sound yeah, I think my sound is still developing. I think I, I really do believe that I, I'm just kind of putting a, as bunch of as different things as possible. Um, you know, I, I really don't think I've honed in yet on, you know, the sound that I really want. I'm, I, I, I love to kind of do the country pop and stuff like that, but I do have... I do have so much influences, right? Like I grew up on like, I grew up on soul and R and B. I grew up on Michael Jackson and boys to men and the temptations and nineties country. And I, I love rap. Like I love, I love all music. I love music. that tells a story and, and it, and it puts a feeling and it puts a feeling and just, it, it just gets you going. And uh, so I really believe that, you know, it's, it's, it's a constant exploration. Like I feel like I'm just, I want to put out music that surprises people. I want to put in sounds that surprises people. Like when people think they know the avenue or the genre that Greg Ryder is doing, I'm just going to switch it up on people. I'm just going to keep changing it. And uh, I don't know. I just, I just want to keep people on their toes and keep putting out music that I love. You, you do because you <laughs> have these two hockey songs and then now we've got a summer jam, Northern Lights. Yep. So tell us about that and how that came together. 
Yeah, and, and to be honest, like I've been I've been sitting with songs in my in, that are that are fully ready to release, and it's funny. Like I was supposed to release a song, like which is I. It's going to call a lot of people out. It's a very honest. It's definitely my most honest song to date. It's coming out at the end of August. This song has been sitting in my phone, literally ready to be released for the last year and a half. Wow! And uh, I just kept on pushing it back. Sixteen Sticks came into my life, and I said, "No, Sixteen Sticks can go first. And then I was like, "Okay, I'm going to release my song. We ain't royal." Boom! All of a sudden, all of a sudden, someone wrote on my Instagram, uh, in my TikTok, "Hey." Can you write a song for Walter Gretzky? And I said, sure. I tried it out. Now all of a sudden, now all of a sudden, Hockey Dad got released before We Ain't Royal, and then Northern Lights came, and um, we were stuck in a pan- we were stuck in the third wave of lockdown. I was back in Ontario. I remember I uh, I was had a write book with uh, Parker Gray. It was my first time ever writing with her. Never never really talked. We talked a little bit on Instagram, and um, you know I was just kind of like just chilling out, and I was just like. As soon as we got on the phone, it was like we were friends for for years. It was the it was like she's a small town Ontario girl. We get out, we get on the phone, and we're like, "What's up? What's up, bud? How are you? <laughs> Good, just chilling." And we're just like hanging out, just like shooting it back and forth. And it was like such a good like I've never fell into like a, a songwriter um, just so quickly and realized that like she's she's an amazing human being and she's just so fun to be around and um, just truly talented. And I sat there and I'm like, Parker, you know, I'm tired of this pandemic. Like, I just want to freaking get back to just, you know, playing shows and bonfires and chilling with friends. And like, I just want to do that life again. And I'm like, you know what? I think we need to, I need to write a break free song, break, break free song for Canada. Like imagine this was restrictions were lifted what would you be doing this Friday? And she's like, uh, I'd probably just, yeah, be going to a bonfire or going to a big party somewhere and just having beers. And I'm like, let's go. Like, right. And then I started thinking this, this hook in my head. I'm like raising some hell under Northern lights. And we were just talking about partying back in high school when like your only decision you had to make this weekend was what case of beer am I getting? And what girl do I want to try and talk to, you know, that night, you know, that was your only decisions that you had to make back then. I'm like, Let's go back to those days. Let's go back to those days when, like, you know, now I'm a little older. I don't, you know, don't have to get as, as screwed up at bush parties anymore. But, like, I still like to have a good time. But, like, it's a song about just, like, the, the, the hell we raised and, the, and all the trouble and all the love and all that kind of stuff we got into when we were younger. For sure. And uh, what would you say your favorite thing is about the whole co-writing thing? But the co-writing thing, I think it's just, yeah, it's just, it's just going off people's ideas and just kind of when you get into a groove with someone, it's just like, it's the, it's an, an amazing experience, you know, obviously there's some, you got to go through some, some, some ebbs and flows with co-writing. Sometimes you're, you're not going to connect and, 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 and it's sometimes it's harder to co-write, you know, over zoom, I feel, because like, I like to be in the flesh with people. Like I want to sit in the room and I want to just like, you know, ease off someone. And sometimes if you haven't wrote too much with someone over zoom, it's hard to get that really that genuine vibe. And it's just like everyone, you get on zoom and everyone's like, okay, what kind of titles you got? Okay. Okay. Sweet. Yeah. That's not, that's not bad. Let's, let's go with this one today. And I'm just like, nah, man, I want to hang out. I want to hang out and I want to, chill and drink coffee and maybe talk for an hour i'm not in a rush and i learned that in nashville is that 
I always felt like I had to come in just guns a blazing and just ready to just write the best possible thing in an hour and get the hell out of there. And I just realized it's all about the hanging out. It's all about the, the friends you make and it's fun. It's like therapy in a way you, you go and you sit and talk with friends. And, and then my first write, I put no pressure on. I'm like, Hey, if we enjoyed ourselves and we came up with like maybe a verse, I'm okay with that. At least I know that I want to hang out with you again and try this again. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, okay. So for your song, Northern lights plans for a video. Yes. Um, plans for a video, trying to actually hammer that down right now. You're in Edmonton. So this could be something that you would be interested in. I'm actually, I, I'm trying to get my videographer over from Ontario. We're just kind of uh, locking down some stuff right now. I love to do a music video here in St. Albert, do a bush party. Um, I live on like nine acres of land right now. I'm renting a room off a of buddy and uh, he's got this beautiful like backyard with a pond and <clears throat> a big Greyhound bus randomly that he's fixing up. And I'm just like, I look at it and I'm like, yeah, this, this is, this is a music video. Like, yeah. So yeah, I've been starting to kind of trickle some stuff and like, uh, I'd love to, I'd love to do a big kind of Northern lights kind of party. And, uh, um, yeah, I definitely feel like there should be, there should be a Northern lights music video coming. Absolutely. And yeah, let me know. I yeah. Will, I will be there. Um, yeah. so, uh, what would you say throughout your career? What would you say has been the best advice that you've been given so far? Ooh, yeah, I think, the best advice will always go back to, you know, when I first, so my uncle's a vocal coach in, uh, in Calgary. He, um, he actually taught, he taught Lindsay L. He did uh, Brett Kiss. He did a little bit of Brett Kiss. So not really in the beginning, he did Paul Brandt. Uh, he was Paul Brandt's music teacher in high school. Oh, wow. And Paul Brandt wanted to actually, he wanted to go into sports and um brian my uncle was actually the one that was like no man you you are incredible at music you need to take this and uh yeah he was paul brand was a student of uh my uncle he was a music teacher and then my uncle went into music and vocal coaching and he helped paul with his voice once he started kind of developing so he has been an incredible guy to me but it's funny he never took me seriously in the beginning because he's like you know i think you're just kind of floating here you're not sure if you want to do music unsure so he said whenever you're ready whenever you're ready you really want to take a crack at this and you really want to go for this call me and then i was about 24 25 years old when i finally made the call and i finally said okay i'm ready i'm ready to do this like i don't care what it's going to take i want to do this and he goes perfect come to calgary for a week i'm going to put you through a vocal workshop with some of my team and um, we're just going to kind of see what we can do so I went up there for a week. He really helped me with my, my kind of vocals and stuff like that. And we're driving in the car one day and um, the phone rings and he literally goes, he might want to take this call. And I go, hello. His voice comes on the other point. He goes, Hey, Greg, this is Paul Brand. How are you? And I was like, yo, what's <laughs> how are you? And he goes, yeah, man, I'm good. He's like, I heard you want to take a crack at music. He's just like, well, listen, um, I'm around the, I'm around the studio today. You and you and Brian should just come and stop by and, uh, we'll talk a bit. I'll show you around. And I just got off the phone. I'm like, what? And my uncle was like, yeah, I mean, I put a call out to, to Paul and I wanted to see if he could give you some advice. So what we go to his little studio in Cochrane, Alberta, we get to see his red barn. He takes me into like the studio. 
I had shivers the whole time because, like, I'm, a, I'm obviously a huge fan of Paul Brandt, and my favorite town was Small Town Big Dreams. And uh, I looked at the studio, and I'm, like, kind of shaking. I'm like, Paul, is that where Small Town Big Dreams is recorded? And he's like, yep, right in there. I was like, chills. Yeah. So we and we just talked, and um, he just – he really emphasized the fact that he said to me, you know, it's, it's obviously going to be a wild ride, but he said – he said this one line to me. He said, don't write cheeseburgers. And I said, what's that? He said, don't write what you think people want to listen. He said, don't write a song just because you think people are going to like it. He's like, write the music that you really want to write, and, and maybe – you won't grow to a massive fan base in the beginning, but over time, people are going to start to take, take you as someone that writes from their heart and writes from their stories and their experiences. And that's going to have some longevity. He said, you know what? You could just go and write this massive country smash and, and, you know, write it like just what everyone else is doing. And you know what? You may get popular, but get ready to sing that song for the rest of your life. If that song is a song that blows up for you, get ready to sing it because they're never going to drop that song. And when you want to start rediscovering yourself as a more authentic artist and singing about your stories, people may not take you as seriously because you've already pinned yourself as the mainstream country dude that sings about the, the more stereotypical things. So he said, don't write cheeseburgers. He said, just start with the music that you write from your own stories and just continue to write that. And, and, you know, be patient and take the high road and, and just, you know, just that. And I just remember being like, okay, yeah, this is not going to be a quick thing. Like, you know, it's not, I'm not going to, you know, I don't want the quick thing as much as I thought I did back when I first started. I want the quick, like two years and touring. It's been such a grind and such a uh, discovery and in so many, so many, so many times when I want to give up and so many times, but that's when like, the real stories come out and the real triumphs and that kind of stuff. Cause you stick with it. Right. And uh, I think that's kind of where I want to be. I just want to continue just to, you know, move around and, and get experiences and write music. And, and hopefully over time people will say, you know what, this Greg guy, he's writing real stuff about his life. He's not trying to pretend to be anything. He's not. That's him. Take it or leave it. If you're not a fan, you're not a fan. If you're a fan, come along. Yeah. It's like, uh, it's like you're being honest. Your mm-hmm. honest stuff. That's uh, that's what I like. That's what I enjoy about an artist. Yeah, man. It's just like you, you, there's so many people trying to uh, trying to feel like they have to be someone they're not, and and I see it all the time. And, and you know, like I in Nashville, man, it was just like this thing that I noticed. It was just like I, I suck at schmoozing. I just don't like it. I don't like kissing ass. I don't like pretending to like someone just to get in the room with someone. Like. I want genuine friendships and genuine relationships. And I'm never going to pretend to like someone like, you know what? I'm just going to, I have my blind, I, I have my blinders on. I keep to myself. I, I don't, I, I post about what I want to post about. And uh, I'm just kind of, I've been a people pleaser my whole life. Like I've, I've, I've always just tried to please people and make everyone happy and, and try and get everyone to like me. And like, you just get, you get older and you get kind of more wise. You go, that doesn't matter. It, it matters. Like if you can look in the mirror at the beginning of the day and say, am I happy with who I am? Am I being honest with who I am? At the end of the day, that's the thing that matters to me the most is am I happy in my own skin? Yeah. I, I agree 100% with everything you just said there. 
100 yeah yeah i yeah. almost in a similar situation i'm always the people pleaser and that kind mm. of stuff but now it's just you know what i just go with the flow of life and i just let things happen yeah you know, man so i agree with that um okay so now that the summer's kind of off to a good start any shows that you're able to announce that you have lined up at all or honestly yeah nothing really quite yet um i still you know canada still hasn't been a massive scene for me you know obviously like you know just i'm just getting out to western canada so i'm just exploring um you know there's some things that you know are in are trickling there's there's some whispers but again it's nothing that i can hang my hat on yet Sure. I still think I got some releases under my belt and that's my focus. I think I'm just going to kind of keep it pretty low key this summer, play acoustic shows when I can release some new music and um, yeah, just kind of really package, keep packaging the brand and keep trying to build it. And uh, you know, one day I, I, I have a feeling the shows will come and, and um, you know, I just believe, I believe that they're coming. So for right now, it's just kind of being present and, and, you know, taking it week by week and just trying to just continue to get better, um, you know, improve myself physically, mentally, and just continue just to, you know, believe, believe that's all going to come. Nice. Okay. And uh, okay. So your song Northern lights available on all platforms, this next song, where are you going to call out some people? When, mm-hmm. when can we expect that? I don't remember if you said that. Yeah. So we're going to do that at the end of August. And uh, this is the song that's going to be about, it's about, it's about people kind of, you know, pretending to be someone they're not. And it's, uh, it's, it's just kind of, it's, it's the whole Instagram highlight reel. People put the highlight reel up and, you know, I want, I want people to be honest. I want people in, in it's calling, it's not, it's not calling people in a negative way. It's just saying, Hey guys, we're not Royal. Why are we trying to, why are we trying to paint this, paint this life that's not really ours just to just to get likes and get comments and get shares and stuff like that it's just like you know it's just yeah. just me being like honest and just being like yeah i don't want to i'm not trying to fit into any mold i'm not trying to do this i'm just going to do my own thing and um i'm really excited for the song to come out and uh yeah that'll be at the end of august and uh we'll see what happens Perfect. Love it. All right, man. Last thing for those who don't know, tell us where we can find you on social media. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, just Greg Ryder music on uh, Instagram and TikTok and Twitter and Facebook and all that fun stuff. GregRyder.com. And um, yeah, that's I'm, I'm most active on my, my Instagram. I'm more honest on my TikTok, but I still haven't really done too much TikTok lately. But um, yeah, I think that's kind of where I, I feel I am most honest with uh, kind of myself and, and my music and stuff like that. So um, yeah, follow me along on, on Instagram and TikTok and all this fun stuff. And yeah. Cool. All right, guys, we'll go grab his newest single Northern lights and uh, stay in tune for August for the next one. Cause should be. so yeah, Greg, thanks so much for taking the time today and uh, let's, let's chat soon. And I mean, we're in the same area, so hopefully we can get together soon. Yeah, man, I'm I'm playing at Blackhawk tonight, Blackhawk yeah. Golf Course. So okay. never know. We might have to we might have to set up a set up a little game of golf soon. I I'm in. I've I've been trying to golf more this summer. So anytime, anytime. There you go, man. Awesome. Well, I appreciate the interview, man, and uh, we'll definitely talk again soon. You bet. Sounds good. Have a good day. Cheers, buddy.